Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 415. I'm Otto. Tonight, I'm joined with Alex Schlegel. Hey, everybody. James Babb. Hello. And special guests tonight, we have the co-founders of Liberty Speaks. We have Jorge. Say what's up, everybody. What's up, everybody? Say hi, Jorge. (laughs) And uh, Irene. Hi. She's a doctor, everybody. We classed up this joint. We got a doctor on. Can you believe it? A doctor well, on punk rock. At least until the at least until the AMA finds out she was on the show. But thank you yeah. for joining us. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, that's that's my intro to say that all opinions expressed are opinions, and this is not intended to be medical advice. Anything that's said on this podcast. Thanks so much for that intro. Anybody <laughs> taking advice from punk rock libertarians just deserves whatever they get anyway. So <laughs> I guess well, you know, there's that, but. Right. Yeah, good good luck. I mean, relationship advice, financial investment advice, uh, tax advice, tax advice. Uh, definitely advice. no marital advice. We don't give marital advice. <laughs> well, you kind of do. You always tell everyone to get a prenup. <laughs> that's the end of my that's the end of my marital advice. Uh, the other advice I might give is don't. I always love your marriage advice. So how's everybody's weekend? But uh, anything exciting? Babs, you're uh, on the road again. I'm back to my secure and uh, undisclosed compound on an island. Nice. All right. Excellent. Dude, I think stuff. you had the most exciting weekend of like, oh, I guess to just a, at least me and James, I would say. How so? I don't know what kind of partying Jorge and Irene are doing. But uh, t- dude, tell us about, so you were at the Robbie, Robbie the Fire event in uh, Paris. Oh, yeah. Right? It was cool, man. Uh, so one of the Meekocks in Maryland just opened a brewery in, uh, or just recently. And uh, he's been on the radar for a while, but I guess he's been super busy um, opening up this brewery. So he finally reached out to Otto or reached back out to Otto. Yeah. And uh, he hosted Robbie the Fire and uh, BK Chris BK and two Chris other, there. yeah, two other comedians from New York. Um, packed house, about 100, I'd say about a, Maybe not a hundred, but packed. probably about 50, 60, 70 people. It was packed. And he had Dude, a that was big packed. private room. I was shocked. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool brewery. And uh, Amy and Dylan came out from Delaware. We had a good uh, meatcock, a uh, bunch of meatcocks from Maryland come out. And it was a blast. We got to talk to a lot of people, network with a lot of individuals. Um, the um, brewery's great. It's a great venue. It's called Fifth Company Brewing in Perryville, Maryland. Check it out. They got a beer wall. Like, you ever see one of those Babs or or Irene? I've seen them. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's amazing. Oh Babs, you're uh. You oh, you buy by the ounce? Is that yeah? The way it goes? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you just put the card in and you just like they have a whole wall of all their brews and great food. So yeah, it was a good time. Got to hang with Robbie for a little bit before they ventured back to New York. But uh, yeah. So they're definitely um, looking maybe so get host. I heard there the was future. a. I heard there was um, some of the Redding uh, came out of you. Yeah. Um, in Paris. You know, do, do uh, tell yeah. It wasn't. Like, politicians. Yeah. So there was apparently the mayor of this town of Perryville was there and this delegate. And he mentioned a name of this dickhead congressman from Maryland, Andy Harris. Oh, and he's no. The, oh, he's no. the worst of the worst. And he's then the ultimate he drug a, warrior. Wow. That's really yeah. saying a lot, too. Yeah. No, he's. He's awful. And then personally, and I've told the story before, years ago in 2014, when I ran as a Ron Paul Republican, this dude who's not even my fucking congressman wrote basically mail. He probably spent at least six, seven, eight thousand dollars for a full page color mailer with my name blanked off the ballot saying that, like, you know, I'm not a like basically excluding me. He's not even my congressman. But he felt the need to take money from all these, you know, decrepit old old people in his districts to to fight the Democrats, to fight, to keep me in office, to keep conservative values, to keep me off for running for a voluntary position in the Republican Party. I'm like, wow, bro. Like, 
This is because they wanted to keep out any Ron Paul people out of the Republican right. parties. Right. So it's a, it's a big club, right? Yeah. And Ron Paul and, ain't in it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. So he brought up this guy's name, and uh, and I guess it just like triggered me. <laughs> and and uh, I was just like, oh that that. Faggot! Like I, just, I was just dropping f bombs and like that <laughs> and fucking he was asshole. There. That tire. No, this, this mayor from Perryville, and I guess, and then this other delegate because he's like, oh well, I've I was a dorser. I was at this event, and I just kind of went off. And then there's another. So yeah, we got got a little inside baseball, and it got a little heated. But then I came back later, and I was like, hey, dude, like I got a little fired up. I'm sorry. He's like, dude, it's all good, man. Like so, all is well. It was fine. But yeah, he just <laughs> mentioned. This, this, like, yeah, he, oh, I just have disdain for this individual because he is just that, and he's a constant grifter. Uh, he, he's yeah. given out money to Ukraine like there's, like there's no tomorrow. He, he got all this hate mail from callers on the Boomer Talk radio station, and I, it was pretty amazing. He was getting ratioed in real time on his guest spot because he's just giving out money to Ukraine like there's no tomorrow. Um, he, he, he was for the vax. Now he's against the vax. For example, he was jabbing kids at a school and he's a doctor. Like he's just, he is the worst. So I digress. So yeah, it just kind of triggered me in that moment. And, uh, <laughs> those two Republican politicians just, just happened to unfortunately mention the name and they were just in the crossfire. They were just good. Yeah. You know what? So, That's what people should hear every time these guys come up in conversation, they should yeah. hear, you know, right? Like. You shouldn't like, be able to mention them and not have somebody be like, you know, like, what a fuck bastard, that guy. Right? Fuck yeah. those people. You associate with those yeah. assholes. Oh, you're friends with him. You should have dropped yeah. the, the F-bomb yeah. on him. Maybe you should have saved yeah. that. You know, don't insult, don't insult faggots, okay? Because <laughs> these true. people are way worse than that, okay? So we don't say that. <sighs> That's true. Very true. They're they're <laughs> awful human beings. But, yeah, it was uh, – but it was all good. But other than that, man, it was a great night, great event, uh, good times, um, a lot of good networking. So, yeah, it was good. So, so yeah. Tell us about this event coming up this weekend. Yeah. I mean, so uh, yeah. This so we we're about a week out. So I, I also want to preface this like Liberty Speaks was a really cool event. Um, it was like coincided with the Delaware Libertarian Party um, convention. This was in twenty twenty one, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's and right. It, uh, it was really fun. Like I mean, you guys had Maj was there, uh, Michael Heiss, uh, Angela McArdle, um God, there was like it was like everybody. Spike. Uh, yeah, Spike, Spike, was, Spike there. was there. That was great. Headline. Yeah. And it was a really cool event. And I, I was, you know, and then when convention came, I saw like the you were like making this into a thing, like a bigger, like an annual thing. And I was like, this is awesome. And it just so happens that you decided that you wanted to put it in our state for the, you know, for you know, because we're across the border. You you cross state lines, you know. Gotta you know, go gotta go across the border. State lines. <laughs> and you had it in uh, Maryland. So uh, tell us about uh, Liberty Speaks and what kind of inspired you guys. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Liberty Speaks was that pre-convention event, and then I made it into an entity. And Liberty Speaks, too, is just an expansion of that. And we decided to take it into Maryland, partly because this amazing venue, a friend of mine owns this large house called Castle Hall, and it's this fully restored revolutionary era home. And all the speakers are staying there and oh, it's wow. on six acres of land. And also it's, you know, two to three hours drive from, you know, a lot of different cities and states. And, yeah. you know, we thought let's try something different. And the venue was just so amazing and just had such a good feel to it. Um, and we do have uh, so many speakers that are returning and some new speakers i'm so honored and grateful that they are coming you know spike is coming again and uh, he was the first speaker that we booked and nice. anthony samaroff was there last year and he's coming oh um, no this could yeah, be a super anthony spider event <laughs> is he covid free oh my god <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i'm not kidding. kidding he sometimes has to stay in mexico to get to Mar it's been a mess the last two years but yeah um and then we have so many uh, additional uh, speakers, you know, and also I wanted to have some political candidates. So we have David Lashar, who's running for governor, who's doing great. And Michael Wilson, who's running for governor in Tennessee, he's coming up. 
And then I'm going to have Jorge tell you about some of the other speakers, but I'm the one who's going to tell you about Karen Ann Harlos, who's coming and she's yes. going to tell us about standing up for justice and so much more. Um, nice. But and I'll let Jorge go over some of the other speakers, but we're super excited and super thrilled. And we'll make sure to mention everybody. And the idea for Liberty Speaks is that we're not, we are of course, Misesians and libertarians, but we're trying to take liberty outside of just dragging people into the Libertarian Party and have people interact with us and learn about these concepts and not be pushed or felt compelled to join the Libertarian Party. We're really just trying to be that outreach arm of liberty and spread this across different spaces. So that's literally the point of it. Nice. All right. So, you know, since it is our event and we get to kind of run however we want, we have two themes for our event. Okay. So one theme is Austrian economics or bust. Okay. And um, oh, yeah. I mean, that's something, you know, we all just have in common, you know, all the, everyone in the new Mises caucus in the libertarian party knows that the reason why the price of everything goes up is because the fed is printing more money. And uh, we are like Misesians to the core, you know, the great von Mises, he felt like he really believed that everyone should understand some of these basic economic principles. And uh, we have like the same ethos. We really do believe that once people understand this stuff, they find it interesting that economics should not be left to esoteric circles. And because, uh, you know, in, in the libertarian world, a lot of people have different views on how to do things. You know, some people feel like, oh, the Democrats are just always going to be idiots. And, uh, you know, maybe California should just like break away or, you know, that kind of stuff. But in reality, if we have a world war and we have our own and you have your own prepper that's going to last you like three months. I mean, we all depend on this massive division of labor to keep civilization going. So we really believe that, you know, we're Misesians. We're out there to try to spread the ideas. And we really do believe that we can persuade, you know, the masses. And uh, so, I mean, I think a lot of us, you know, we're getting desperate, right? And uh, we're just some of those people like myself two years ago. I just had like my regular job. And once COVID mania hit, you know, it's like, you know, one has to get out there and like do something. So, and that's actually how I met Irene. I was just uh, traveling by Libertarian Party conventions, just trying to meet Libertarians. And uh, when I was at the Delaware convention, uh, Irene gave a great talk about medical freedom and so on. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how like we became buddies, but let me get back to like the theme. So one theme is Austrian economics, right? Really do believe that everyone can understand this stuff. And another theme is whatever there is complexity, there is mythology. You know, if, if one looks at the social order, it's very complex and there's no, there's no mythology around two plus two being four or how to cook pasta because those things are rather, you know, they're kind of simple. But when you have something complicated like the economy, people can get fooled, you know, with all kinds of bad ideas. So we tend to see socialism and central planning as just the social order getting very complicated and people just falling for all kinds of, you know, status mythology, right? It makes sense to people that we just have the experts tell everybody else what to do and they buy into it. So, you know, that's one of the things and uh, it affects, it applies to how we have structured Liberty Speaks, our Liberty Speaks 2 event. We're going to start talking about economics. I'm going to give a talk about like, like an overview of Austrian economics where we go over some of these things. And uh, also after me, we're going to have uh, Professor Michael Rechtenwald. He wrote the Google Archipelago, great book. He's another big fan of Austrian economics. I think in 2019, he gave the, the Mises Memorial Lecture at the Ludwig von Mises Institute. So obviously, you know, another great Misesian and uh, another area where the complexity leads to mythology is obviously biochemistry and medical stuff. And uh, obviously that has culminated the combination of economic ignorance and medical bullshit has obviously led to COVID mania. And uh, so we are going to have people talk about that. That's another theme. Uh, Anthony Samaroff, who is usually known for being, you know, a polymath, right? He has published so many articles at the Mises Institute, you know, total badass. And I'm sure a lot of people are aware. I think he's the only person I know that spent a whole week uh, at the Tom Woods show. So, I mean, everybody really respects him. And uh, he's going to give a great talk about like medical mythology. You know, uh, he already gave us like a preview of it and it's, it's awesome. And uh, yeah. it's called The Emperor Wears No Scrubs. It's, it's the awesome. Emperor Wears No Scrubs. Nice. Yeah, nice. It's, 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 <laughs> it's so great. Nice. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jorge. And, uh, also, this. keeping with the, with the track of biochemistry, mythology, we're going to have Celia Ingrid Farber. 
She is uh, the most quoted author in Robert Kennedy Jr.'s best-selling book, The Real Anthony Fauci. She's been someone who's been fighting, you know, she's written a lot about the HIV automatically leads to your death mythology. And uh, it's great to see her just really rise in prominence lately. She's someone who's getting a lot of attention and she's doing, so I never, you know, she's going to be at our event to give a talk about the HIV myth and a lot of the factors leading to this uh, calamity. So that is uh, how we have mythology growing from biochemical complexity. And there's also problems, obviously, regarding history and all this political, you know, all this warmongering and all this stuff. And uh, one of the big things that leads to a lot of conflict is obviously the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and Jew-Gentile conflicts. And we're planning on having Walter Block. He's now, he won't be able to join us live, but we are planning to have a pre-recorded conversation where the great Walter Block, I mean, he really needs no introduction in libertarian circles when he wrote uh, Defending the Undefendable, you know, applying libertarian principles to defending prostitution and all kinds of stuff. Libertarians uh, for Trump, I think was his last big hit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. True. I mean, we can talk about that. That might have been a bit of a mistake. I think. (laughs) It was a myth, I swear. How'd that work out? I don't know. Okay, so that's a good idea. It was very sad. Very sad. Yeah. (laughs) So he's going to hopefully provide us a pre recorded 30 minute discussion, trying to really get to the root causes of why, you know, why we have all this misunderstandings between Jews and Gentiles, because again, we really want to get to the root causes of the problems. I mean, I think it's a big error to, I mean, some people are anti-Semitic; they'll say bad things about Jews, but we want to understand the errors. Why, why is it that some people be, buy into like Jewish conspiracy theories? You know, wh- why do people make those mistakes? And, uh, you know, it could be the same thing with Jews. You know, we, we, you know, a lot of Jews, you know, feel like there's anti-Semitism everywhere and we've got to go out and blow up the Middle East, you know, every time somebody says something bad or they criticize Israel. So we really want to get to understand the intellectual errors. So hopefully we stay away from just vilifying each other. So I think Walter Block, obviously a great Austro-Libertarian economist, is Jewish also. And uh, so he can maybe give us some insights as to why, you know, we have these problems. And um, Walter also, he might talk a little bit about his book. He actually, I think it was maybe last year, he wrote a book called The Liberal Case for Israel. So he is defending Zionism you know, from a sort of libertarian perspective, making the case that, you know, thousands of years ago, a lot of Jews lived there, you know, using that sort of way of looking at things, he wants to uh, defend, you know, Zionism to various degrees. Now, I'm sure, I mean, obviously, this is a big kind of worms. A lot of people have different ideas on how all that stuff should run. But uh, so anyway, he wrote a massive book. And, uh, you know, maybe he can tell us a little bit about that as well. And uh, yeah, so we talked about Complexity arising, mythology arising from complexity in the economy, history relating to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Also, Reed Coverdale is going to uh, give a talk about how we can use freedom and decentralization and this kind of stuff that we know, that we also libertarians know. I mean, we are the ones that know how freedom leads to order and prosperity instead of chaos. So, I mean, why not turn uh ukraine or all those lands over there into a bunch of Liechtensteins. so maybe we can solve this mess instead of having it run by the russians or the ukrainians why not use all of these things as an opportunity to spread our ideas and uh so he's going to be I suggesting think that's fantastic yeah so so I mean, we, it sounds like you got an amazing program going on there i think that's that's uh kudos no thanks yeah so thank so you I hope we, Reed will be talking about that, how we can use decentralization to maybe solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict as well as the Ukrainian mess. And uh, I'm sure some of you know he's from, he's, he moved back to New Hampshire and he's very involved with the New Hampshire uh, Free State Project. So he's also going to tell us about the great progress that they've already made there about using decentralization and so on. And obviously, what? Oh, no, no, no. His, uh, his tweets are very based. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely goes after the neocons. <laughs> Mayor. Yeah, yeah, definitely stirred the pot with the uh, <laughs> with some tweets. So it's beautiful to see. So yeah. So plant based caucus says gulag, archip. Uh, sorry, wow. Pelago. It's on yeah, my bookshelf. Yeah, right, can't right. wait to read can't it. Can't wait to read yeah. it. Yeah, that's Rick and Walt's book. So Irene, you want to comment about some of our other speakers? Talk about Karen Ann. And- so Karen Ann, we all know in our circles, of course, and she stood up for truth and justice during some recent. For those that don't know who she is, I, I, some people know her as like that pink haired lady. I, I, I like that's all I really know. But so, sometimes she's like in the fray with some shit. That's all. I know. Well, so she's a wonderful woman who uh, 
is the secretary of the LNC, but was also secretary of the LNC a year or two ago when some questionable events occurred and she stood up to what most of us view as, you know, the truth as it relates to the goings on, right? So that's pretty vague. Questionable events in the LP? Yeah. And then they removed her uh, from her position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the wonderful thing at convention this year is what we were able to do a vote to pretty much untarnish her record. Um, And that's not all she does. You know, she has a podcast and she is just someone that stands in truth. And, uh, you know, the title of her talk um, comes from Ephesians. Um, And, you know, as a fellow Christian, um, it was very profound. Uh, I'm going to read it to you guys. It's uh, the title of her talk. It's on Saturday from 130 to 215 and having done all to stand. And it's referring to the full armor of God, which is in Ephesians, which is a concept that has been uh, very pervasive throughout the last few years, especially for Christians. And uh, the description is, you'll never know when a time of severe testing will come. It may never, but ordinary people exhibiting courage can do and make a difference. And if enough of us merely stand, we will change the world. And I think individually, but both in the group setting, this concept is very important to me. And I think to everybody else, you know, I'm just one person and Jorge's this other person and uh, we created Liberty Speaks and we have this event and really we just believe that if we just get some more information and get people to listen to us, you know, I'm the sappy person that says what unites us is far greater than what divides us and love is always the way and, you know, God always wins. And I really believe that. I really believe that when the duopoly forces us to have arguments over the big five, right? Guns, God, gays, sexual identity, and abortion, instead of talking about food, love, water, shelter, community, and just living our day-to-day lives with other people, they force us to see things about each other that really is not really all that important. And I think the more information we give people, and we fight for our rights. I'm a God-given natural right pre-constitutionalist. The Constitution declares my rights, but I have the right for body autonomy. And, you know, I'm a very staunch medical freedom advocate. So you guys asked me to talk about speakers, Jorge, and I got in this tirade about body autonomy and how love is always the way. But, (laughs) But so I'm a vaccine injured physician Christian who believes that no one should tell me what to put into my body who happens to be against abortion, but who also had an abortion in her college years. That's me. So we'll talk about some more speakers. Jorge, you want to do a few? I mean, I'll say a couple more things about just how happy we are to have Karen Ann, you know, join us because I mean, we are part of, we're big supporters of like what the Mises caucus is sort of like, trying to do. And uh, I mean, she's really someone who stood up for principle and really took a big hit, you know, and today a lot of people are very happy with all the great things that are happening, maybe with Dave Smith, you know, all this, the great podcast episode he recently had at Joe Rogan, you know, just talking about yeah. the UK war. And uh, so whatever great comes out, I mean, we do not really know what the future is going to hold. We do not know if the Mrs. Caucus is going to maybe really help do something great. But if that does happen, I mean, we can look back at history and just know how important, you know, Karen Ann's you know, role was at making sure that the Libertarian Party really stuck to principle and did not allow the old guard and all the corruption in there to to stifle this changing of the guard. You know, so we're we're happy to really give her an opportunity to tell her story because again, that's the thing. You never know when she really was like an atlas. You never know for a little while there if something great happens with the Libertarian Party and the Mises Caucus. She's the person that, thanks to principle, just carried the whole thing on her shoulders. And uh, so we're really thrilled to have her there. And I think anyone who really appreciates what she's done. We really want to show up. So again, we're happy, we're thrilled to have her tell her story. Excellent. And, uh, yeah. Is the website the website is libertyspeaks.world? Is that yeah. where people should go? Right. I was just checking it out and like there's a huge list of speakers out here. So yeah, keep telling us more about any of these that you want yeah. to. Yeah, and uh, we have a YouTube channel, um, Liberty Speaks, and it has last year's speakers. 
And we have, you know, a Liberty Speaks book that we made that you can download. Um, yeah, just we'll, a little 65 page book that just has the basics of just basic Austrian economic stuff, right? Things that we feel like everyone should understand. That's awesome. Oh, and something else unique about the little book that I'll add, the book is hosted on GitHub. So if anybody wants to copy it, if they want to improve it, you know, they can always make changes to it. And if enough changes happen and some people want to add to it, then we can update it eventually. And uh, I think it might be something good. If somebody's running for office, they can create their own version of the book. Somebody can just add a chapter that just has their own personal story. And uh, so this whole idea of where, I mean, we libertarians, we know that civilization has to stumble and understand freedom. So instead of having a thousand different books, I mean, why not have one book that all of us can work together? Kind of like the Linux kernel, if you're familiar with open source software. Interesting. It's, it's, right. It's the software that a lot of people work on. Well, why not us libertarians come up with a book? Look, this is how the world works. We are the, the intellectual descendants of Mises and Menger, who I got back here behind me. You know, we're the only ones that can really explain, you know, how all of these things happen and all these errors. So, I mean, that's another little side project related to a little book. I know, you know, many other great speakers, obviously. I mean, we already mentioned Spike Cohen. He's going to be talking about, you know, spreading liberty. I mean, obviously, Spike knows so much about so many things. You know, his QA, I'm sure it could go forever. And uh, also Mike Tertat, who is uh, running for president in 2024. He's going to be telling us about, you know, his ideas, his, his goal plan, I think he calls it. And um, a the lot gold, of... I'm sorry, the Gold New Deal. The Gold New Deal. Yeah, and he's currently only, you know, the only declared candidate for, um, you know, president. And uh, we want to have discussion, right? You know, of course, I'm a Dave Smith fan. We're all Dave Smith's fans. Um, But also, Mike Termat is running for president. And um, I also think uh, that he's great and has a lot of good ideas. And, you know, one of my other obsessions is that the Libertarian Party can't wait to the general election to get out there. You know, these Democrats and Republicans are having primaries. And um, I want to talk to some other people about us having some primary-like Libertarian debates once we have some presidential candidates, because that gets people out idea. into this. Just, yeah, to, have yeah. the debates. That's what people want to see. And, and um, you know, I guess it's just, it's really important. I, I think at this stage, I want to see 20 candidates for, for libertarian, libertarian yes. candidates for president. I don't want everyone to say like, well, Dave Smith is our guy too soon. He's not the, I mean, he, he's, he's pretty cool, but there's an awful lot of other great libertarians out there. People bringing all kinds of different things to it. I want to see as many of them succeed as long as possible, right up to the last minute, you know, and have everybody out there pushing these great ideas yeah we cannot wait to like convention time we we have to so we even talked about liberty speaks maybe somehow helping some other organizations start some libertarian uh debate starting soon i'm not sure how we're going to do it it's just an idea and irene's always with big ideas but i definitely think we need to you know figure that out um other speakers um dan fishman he's coming to speak his speech is entitled Liberty Listening versus Liberty Messaging. Dwayne Lester is coming to speak. What if government didn't do that? We have a speaker, Dale Thomas, talking about ranked choice voting, which is, you know, in sub-libertarian circles, something, you know, that um, can be discussed. But the cool thing about in this area, that's going to bring some progressives to our event eventually or hopefully, and we can expose them to some of our ideas. Um, And, you know, we already talked about Celia Farber. I'm going to speak on the Sovietization of American medicine. Um, And, you know, I'm a staunch advocate in, you know, what we talked about, you know, no mandates, no masks, no mandatory PCR testing, you know, and many, many other things. And there's a video of me doing a full analysis of the mishandling of the coronavirus pandemic on our YouTube. If you're interested, it's a fully sourced 40 slide presentation that me and two other doctors gave to the doctors at the governor's office in the Department of Public Health in the state of Delaware nine months ago. I was going to say, did you give the same speech at the Delaware convention this year? I gave a a version of that speech at the convention and I did a breakout session at Reno and I did it on Dave's podcast. But the first thing I did with that actually was with two other physicians we met with doctors from the governor's office and department of public health over nine months ago and presented the data 
on COVID mishandling, PCR testing, vaccine injuries, VAERS data to these people. And we actually recorded it and uh, we got no response. Shocking. Well, they're sp- sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> brought to you by BioNTech. <laughs> yeah. Today's, today's hearing brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's, you know, just to give some of you guys some hope on these medical concepts, you know, the idea of informed consent. So informed consent necessitates full disclosure of all risks of any particular medical procedure and masks, vaccines, PCR testing. They're all medical procedures. And so even though pharmaceutical companies have full immune product liability from a 1986 law that removed all product liability from vaccine. Yeah. Reagan, that, only- that, that great conservative, you know. Insane, which removed all product liability. However, doctors, pharmacists, and other healthcare providers who didn't disclose informed consent to patients can be held liable for any potential adverse outcomes. And this is the venue that the lawyers are going to pursue. You know, you have to understand all those commercials on TV where they say, you know, if you or a family member was injured by something, was something that was FDA approved at some point in our lives, you know, and these are just emergency authorized. So it'll all come to pass and the truth will come out. And, you know, the lawyers will make a lot of money after this. But the problem is, is that a lot of people were hurt. And that really makes me very sad because there's thousands and thousands of doctors that were trying to warn that there was many safety signals as it relates to the current protocols. I digress. Back to Jorge. <laughs> we um, could save. Uh, we could get into it deeper in the after hours. So, okay. Yeah, we've got a whole list yeah. of things we're not allowed to talk about. So we're going to talk about as many of them as we can. Yeah. Um, so if you, let me yeah. jump in and say something about Irene's presentation. I mean, it'll give me an opportunity to throw a nice Mrs. quote. You know, Mrs. writes that history speaks only to those people who know how to interpret it on the ground of the of correct theories. And uh, it's amazing how when one looks at the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union, they had their own Fauci. They had their own competition immune bureaucracy and yep. very quickly they destroyed themselves. So Irene's really going to help us really learn from history and how they quickly got this man, Trofim Lysenko, who messed up, you know, Soviet science and led to all these horrible famines. So, again, you know, her presentation is going to be awesome. Yeah, I may or may not compare someone that you all know to Lysenko, maybe, in my talk. Yeah, mm. compare them. Compare him to who? Who's our own Lysenko? Who's our own Lysenko? Our right no, now. our own Mangala. Lysenko. Yeah. <laughs> they said it's like we have a we have a our own Mangala. I don't know if we have. <laughs> it's the same guy, I think. It's the same. It rhymes yeah. with Smouchy. Yeah. <laughs> You mean that? You mean that? You mean Fauci? I, I'll say his yeah, name. Screw that guy. That dude. That, the dude who um, put uh, tortured beagles it's, with sand fleas. Right. It's pronounced Doctor True Science. Okay. Yeah. That's Dr. how you pronounce his name. Do you know that he was head of the same organization in 1984? He started and was involved in the whole mishandling of the AIDS with the, AZ, the AZT a, and. He's had a whole yeah. career of of just horrible atrocities. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what qualified him to run this last one. I mean, you know, it's, in, <laughs> you know, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people don't know this, but I trained at St. Vincent's in Manhattan during the heart of the AIDS epidemic when before there was medications and I was a surgical intern. And the thing is, at the time, you know, we really didn't know exactly in the beginning how it was transmitted. We pretty much knew somewhat early on about bloodborne transmission and we did not shut down the world i mean i went into that situation with a bare pair of latex gloves which i eventually became allergic to which is super weird and you know we didn't put plant saran wrap on our atm machines and we didn't shut down the world and you know at that time getting hiv was a hundred percent death sentence and i had my hands in the or in you know end stage age patients and there really were death wards of patients who were very, very sick. You know, there are some theories as to what this was really all about that we can talk afterwards because there's a lot of articles about that, but probably not best for this podcast. But the point is, is that Fauci has been in charge of allergy, immunology, and infectious disease since 1984. And that's all been pretty much pretty shitty since then. So who's, uh, who's the speaker again that, that helped write? Um, oh, yeah. The- 
the Ross, book, uh, what is it, John Kennedy yeah. Jr. or Robert F. Yeah. Kennedy Jr. It'll be book. Celia Farber. And, Celia uh, Ingrid Farber. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. If you go to Amazon, she wrote a great book called Serious Adverse Events, An Uncensored History of AIDS. It has 22 five-star glowing reviews. You will not be able to even find one like out of print. Last time I saw like a used copy was selling for like 500 bucks. And, um, Damn. Damn. Yeah, she yeah, she really is uh, one of these heroes that just like Karen Ann, you know, really stood up for for the truth. And uh, I hope that, you know, if freedom wins, we're going to look back at history and who are the people who really stood up for freedom and took big risk from day one. And I think she's someone that really deserves a lot of attention. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, we were at the Ron Paul Institute last year and Robert F. Kennedy spoke. And that was oh, that yeah. was pretty that was pretty chilling when you see him up there and just just laying it all out. And then yeah. the fact that he had multiple private, well-armed private security around him. It's like, yeah, there's a reason for that. And, yeah, so we went uh, to that event as well. I, that's I was right. doing, so was Irene. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were, that, that place was packed. That's um, right. That's right. You were there because I remember Dave Casey was there also as well. That's right. Uh, and then we had the picture. That's right. I forgot all yeah. about that. The Photoshop where we photoshopped you in Thomas the picture. Thomas was there. Yeah, I photoshopped me and uh, Ron Paul into the picture <laughs> of the, the Delaware people. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Actually, it's super funny because Jorge and I were both there, and apparently Dave Casey says we were sitting at a table together, but we do not remember meeting each other nor had a conversation. Dude, fate's been um, trying to bring you guys together. You guys, yeah, it's crazy. So, oh, who else do we have speaking? And then we have, you know, a musician friend of mine that's going to have live music. He's a singer songwriter. And then a couple of local people. Cody McNutt is running for U.S. Congress in mm -hmm. Delaware. And um, Chris Dalton is running for a local seat in Delaware as well. And uh, we also have uh, Brittany Kosin, who was running for something in Pennsylvania and there was a court issue, um, but she's still coming to speak and she's a nurse. And uh, I look forward to meeting her. We're just incredibly grateful for all these speakers to come and they're going to stay in Goldsboro, Maryland at this castle house. And um, it's just That's been awesome. really amazing, and we hope that we are able to help people understand that everybody can understand liberty. No, it's Jorge great. Has, it looks uh, like, this looks like a great event. I mean, we've all put on libertarian events over the years. We we, we understand the, the game and how hard it is, and I look at that program and what you guys have done. It's like, obviously, you guys aren't jaded yet, so just keep it up. <laughs> it's freaking – I mean, that's I mean that lineup is one of the best programs I've seen at any kind of libertarian event in a long time it's fan looks fantastic to me so k k kudos i mean obviously That's a right. huge amount of work has gone into this yeah, well thank yeah we're stressing now. That. you know this is the like the final week and now we're like we're really stressing so yeah we'll repost yeah, we'll repost the flyer we'll yeah thanks flyer for saying and... that it's, he almost made me cry you said <laughs> have we done anything fun we haven't really done anything fun in four months <laughs> yeah well, okay, here and there. <laughs> yeah, and we are looking for like volunteers, especially anyone nearby that wants to like help us with the event, you know, seating stuff or helping charge things or or whatever. If anybody, so I mean, I think in this particular point in history, I mean, of course, you know, things are always weird, right? But we're in this period of history where mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to be suffering, and they're really going to be suffering hard, right? Yeah. And I really, you know, I feel for the people, but if they don't know why they're suffering. Right. It will all be for nothing. We will, there will be no progress and it needs to be clear now. Right. The warnings have been out there. I mean, we all know this. Right. And uh, but people have to, you know, as they if they're like, are you really are you going to be tired of the boom and bust cycle anytime soon? Like, let us know when you're tired of that, because, you know, we've we've been ex trying to explain it to you for generations. So, um, you know, just just anything that, that can help. I mean, it, I just feel it's it's maybe just even more important it's you know it's the most important thing of our lifetime yeah um, uh, james james yeah. someone saying you should come down down this weekend and hang out so tim miller just said you should hang I out would. you should hang out man awesome. i would i'm like I'm, I'm hundreds of miles i'm too many hundreds of miles away uh, where are you i'm in maine oh. you have to come how's that far come, come on <laughs> it's not that far <laughs> You can stay I in my house here. if you need to. 
Well, I have a house in Pennsylvania, not far away, but uh, I'm, I'm in Maine right now. So unfortunately, it's won't be there. Oh, uh, well, dang it. We, I wish I was. Oh, uh, we wish you were too. And we'll, you know, I appreciate that you wish you were here. How's that? That's super cool. Well, you guys are I'm so glad. organized. I'm hoping there's going to be some videos and things and whatnot that I can check out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we are planning to record, you know, the whole thing. Maybe we'll even live stream it. I mean, but we do have to, you know, do some more testing and, you know, verifying certain things. If maybe we'll go that route. Well, but now, every- what about the financing for this? I mean, what you're doing is obviously costing a lot of money. How have you raised the funds to cover this? Or is it just, is it paid for by tickets? Or are you just like out of pocket, thousands of dollars? How is this working out? I'll answer that. Out of pocket, <laughs> we're paying for it. <laughs> so that's what I figured. I mean, we so, want to say how grateful we are for the speakers who are coming in for like nothing, you know, like gas money, if at that. So we're very thankful that everyone who's coming is just really out there to try to spread the ideas. You know, that's what it yeah. So, and we we submitted paperwork to make this a 5014C, C4, excuse me. Um, but we're such a new entity um, and we made the, Ticket prices super low because we want people to come. So currently for the overwhelming majority of our situation, Jorge and I have financed this. Um, We are going to work towards fundraising and the speakers have been wonderful. And that's why we picked this castle house in Goldsboro because my friend owns it and the speakers is, you know, 20 rooms and nine bedrooms. And so all the speakers are staying there for free and it's a super cool place, you know? So we tried to be a little bit pragmatic about it. And that's that's the funnest libertarian event. These people are going to do. Okay. So don't feel guilty about that. Maybe you're not paying them the best. I swear that is going to be the funnest thing they do this year. Oh, well, thanks for saying that. I also have this in in a castle with a bunch of other libertarian speakers. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, I also have it in my head. There's going to be these moments because they're staying together where they're going to have, you know, like dinner or breakfast and they're going to have these conversations, which I'm going to try and be there for most of it, um, that might actually make them all grow and push forth and find more ideas to actually make this world a better place. So I have this pie in the sky envisionment that getting these guys together might really bring some more brilliant ideas, even though they're already brilliant. pollination. I call that cross pollinating libertarians and medical freedom people like we want to bring Mises caucus and the medical freedom movement and marry them. That's my point in life. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it it definitely brings people together. The first event you had last year, it was such a it it was such a good mix of uh, of people and just being exposed to the ideas like you were talking about, Jorge. It's just and and Irene, it was I mean, just last year at the winery, it was a great setting. It was a great event coincided with your convention in Delaware and it really brought people out. Like, I don't think I could have convinced my girlfriend if it weren't like, Oh, well it's at a winery and we're going to listen to these people. (laughs) We're going to listen to some, and and we're at a nice place outside. Like it's, it's having, putting on an event in a space where you can, that's welcoming and bring people in. Not all this like party wonky Robert's rules, bullshit. Thank God. And this is, I think this is what, this is what people want to be involved with. Right. They right. want They want something that's 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 fun, that's okay. entertaining, that's stimulating, where they're meeting people. They don't want to hear about Robert's Rules of Order. Right? <laughs> they really don't want to hear about it. They don't want to hear about a motion to amend the motion, to suspend the rules so you can make a motion. OK, forget about it. This is this is outrageous. All right. No, hold on. I need to talk about this. So I just went to Liberty Speaks dot world and I'm looking at the price of tickets. This is like this is robbery. This is like we're robbing you. It is only $15 for a weekend ticket and kids under 12 are free. Well, and if you use promo codes, which is the last name of all speakers, you get another 20% off. So we have this mini competition running with that. And also the other thing is, wait, there's food trucks, which gets people and it's on six acres of land and it's on a farm with chickens and peacocks and swing sets. And we'll probably have a bonfire. There's a peacock there. I don't know why. And, you know, and it's on six acres of land and, you know, you can tent camp or RV camp on the property that's on the website. Oh my God. So, so up my alley. Know, I can't believe I'm I know. Go. Ah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But, and you know, we just want people to come and, you know, Jorge's going to try and live stream. We're not promising live stream. 
But the other thing that we're promoting is at the same time, and we moved Spike to Sunday to speak because he got invited to speak at the Julian Assange rally from 12 to three in DC. And we're actually promoting that on our website, even though it's the same time as a part of our event on Saturday, because Julian Assange is way more important than Liberty Speaks. Oh my God. So Spike is speaking at Julian Assange. And then, so him and Reed will be speaking Sunday. So we moved some speakers around in the last 24 hours. So if you haven't checked the website, just update it for more details. But yeah, we just want people to come and enjoy themselves. And uh, I'll give everybody a hug. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? I've been looking at this too. It's only an hour and 15 minutes away from Baltimore. So you just, I mean, it's not that far at all. Come on out. You know, if you find a hub, it's an hour and 14 minutes. Not, not seriously, not bad. And for the price point, for the, the hangout, you know, this is just, it's so worth it. Um, is there now, is there a website where you can tell people to donate, you know, maybe like, uh, like people who can't show up, who just want to donate, you know, help cover some of this cost. So you guys like, you have a, a thing set up where you can take money or. No, I yeah. mean, thanks on the website. I mean, we should have like a menu option that says like donate. Maybe, we have a donate uh, button. If it's not there. Actually, I'm glad you brought ah, that there up. There it is. I found it. You found it? More visible. Where is it? I'm looking at it too. Where where did you where is it? And the the bar on the top of the screen, on top of the page, you click on that and a drop down menu comes down. Oh, I see that right. I see a, a drop down menu. Nice. So yeah, yep, it's right libertyspeaks.world. And this event is it's this weekend. That's right. Yep, so. And Preliminary weather is the weather's going to be beautiful and um, we're so excited and we just want you all to come and learn with us. Heck yeah. Sounds That's awesome. Great. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be down Saturday. So, and we also, I mean, we have two types of tickets. One of them is like seated and another ticket is if you want to bring your own chair against, it's going to be a lot of space. So you just want to set up like a picnic and throw something on the ground. You can get it for even like another and a half off or something oh and goodness. use the last name promo code of the speaker but we have a little competition going so use maverick Hackus, which is very easy to spell so we can see who <laughs> generated <laughs> <laughs> not posada no maverick Hackus. <laughs> use my promo code to pay less money for the event that i'm paying for do you see the comedy in that <laughs> yeah <laughs> They're practically giving it away. We just want you to come learn. So, yeah. No, it's going to be, I'm, it's just, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to come down on, on Saturday, see a, a, see a bunch of uh, familiar faces, and uh, it's going to be great. So, looking forward to it. So, tell us uh, again, how, what's the uh, website? It's libertyspeaks.world. Yes, libertyspeaks.world. We just... The- I just okay. retweeted the flyer, so should be there. Yeah, and we're gonna make a good push this week. Uh, expect you know from all of our channels, we'll we'll keep pushing that every day. We'll keep pushing that, um, especially from our local Maryland accounts because it is in our state. This is a good, awesome Liberty event in Maryland. Um, so this is awesome. So we, we you know um, I, I suggest everybody just try to come out, and if not, do what I'm literally doing right now. I'm not sure if I can make it or not, uh, but I am sending you guys a donation right now that's more than the price of a ticket. Wow, well, thank you, you guys yeah. because of everything Yay. you guys have done. It's I feel like a crime to only go there and pay fifteen dollars to you guys. So I sent you a little bit more. All right, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, if everyone awesome. sends us a couple of bucks, you know, that'll really help. Because <laughs> I want another one of these. I, you should do another one of these. And if you want to have it in Maryland again, that's good with me. I can promote that, and we can have an event. And yeah, every week we're all throwing. We're all going to throw you a bone. All all twelve yeah. listeners of this show, throw them a bone now. Okay, <laughs> right. If, you, if you each give ten dollars, they've got one hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. You know what's funny? We both would rather people come than give us money. We're by no means telling you not to give us money, but we're saying. <laughs> that we are so obsessed with exposing as many people to these ideas as we can. And like I said, Jorge is really going to try and have this live, live stream. We're just not promising it because, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, so, and hopefully we can do more Liberty Speaks events. Like maybe instead of once every year, you know, we can do something more often. And especially this first time around, you know, it's the first time around. We're learning a lot. We bought the equipment. We bought the speakers, the mixer, all these things. So hopefully that... You know, it's already paid for. Oh, so, so you bought it. 
Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's going to be great for yeah. the future because you're not just renting. You have something later on. That's great. Right. How can uh, maybe one, how can uh, like you guys selling tables for this? Can people be interested in like sponsoring you guys? Is there you know, maybe yeah, so you can... interested in? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Otto. Yeah. So there's um, on the Eventbrite, if you want to have a table, you just click on the add on. It's, <clears throat> it's on the Eventbrite. Um, or you can just email us. <clears throat> Um, that's also on the website and also you can be a sponsor and we'll put your logo on the website. Um, so just I'm email look, us. I see punk rock libertarians right on the front page, baby. I love it. Do I you, see our logo. You, can yeah, punk you're rock on libertarians there. be a sponsor? Yeah. Do you want to, we can put How you on the cost. Um, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Just tell me how much punk I'll, I'll cover it for punk rock libertarians. Okay, oh, yeah. Jorge, how much for our sponsorship <laughs> for punk rock libertarians? 75000 Damn it. <laughs> you already promised. Do you want to be a sponsor for the event or for the entity? Oh, that means nothing to me. I just want to like, I, I just want our show to, to be a sponsor of, of your cool event. But what, hell yeah, I don't care. Okay, Jorge. Yeah. I mean, you know, your donation already has it covered. You know, we got you guys already on the front of the website. <laughs> I gave twenty five dollars. I'm not. I don't yeah, there you go. Just, there you go. Twenty five. I also, I also, I also just threw you a, a, a small bone. So, and uh, hopefully, our other, you know, handful of listeners will. Okay. Um, how about this? How about this? We will make you a sponsor of Liberty Speaks to event. And if you determine that it's worth more than you already gave us, then send us more money. And if you think what you already gave us is fair, then leave it at that. All right. Good. good. All right. Okay. Right, Let the market decide in yeah. a crazy. Right. I mean, you can always donate a little later after the videos come out. You know, if you feel like it was that good, then give us another. <laughs> bit of well, money. I think it's, yes. I just think it's neat to, I like to see people like really have cool things like this. I mean, it's, uh, it, yeah. I know it's hard, you know, like I said, we've all done this kind of thing and to see the, the, the details and your level of organization and the quality of the speakers, like you just put your own pocket out, you know, it's like, it's hard, you know? And uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, really tip, is. tip of the hat. Yeah. You know, I mean, COVID mania has woken a lot of us up, you know, we, we got to do something. I mean, who knows how the world works? It's us libertarians who understand freedom, who stumble upon Mises and whether it's Rand Whoever it is, whether you're a Friedman person or a Rothbardian, you know, we got all this infighting in our libertarian world. But uh, one of the things we really like about Mises is like, it's amazing. He's really like the lowest common denominator of all these people. If you're a Rothbard fan or if you're one of the Hoppians or if you're a, a Hayek guy, the Randians too. I mean, where would Ayn Rand be had she not stumbled upon Mises? You know, would she have understood the economy and written all her novels? So it's amazing, you know, because we're all, we're all descendants of all these people. That's why we like you know, Mises is like the lowest common denominator. No one can really have anything bad to say about him. Unlike all the other people, we're always fighting about all this stuff. So, but right? This nobody the- criticizes Mises. They hate the Mises Caucus, <laughs> right? They they hate the they hate Lou Rockwell. They hate Tom Woods. They'll hate on everybody. But has anybody? Re- I don't really hear anybody ever hate on Mises or his ideas because they're rock solid. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there's a couple of intellectuals out there, you know, who badmouth Mises every once in a while, but yeah, but they're not to be taken seriously. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But this <laughs> is the thing, guys. Like literally, for two years, the whole world allowed governments to tell us to stay home, not hug grandma, wear a mask that doesn't work, and take a test that's invalid, so that we wouldn't get that disease. So that they can inject mRNA into us to make that disease. And the whole yeah. world let us d- did that for two years. If me, Jorge, you guys, and everybody doesn't wake up, it's going to be worse next time. Yeah. So we'll Sounds give like you money. Did your own we'll research. create this. Hmm? <laughs> Sounds like you did your own research. <laughs> I've been researching for 10 years because, like we said in the beginning, I was vaccine injured from the flu vaccine October 2nd, 2012, and I was sick. If you for do your a very own research, you're a white supremacist. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. so, you're a t- domestic terrorist. Obviously, I'm hearing some hate speech here, right? Yeah, I did. I Some mis, dis, and malinformation. <laughs> 
my God. We'll have to take this all over to the after hours because yeah, uh, we'll, right. we'll get we'll get deep in the docks in the after hours. Oh yeah, for sure. But this is this is awesome. Like I'm so you know speaking here you know to you, both of you and just hearing about it like got me real pumped about it. Um, I, I just I uh, really hope I can make it out. I'm gonna try to do my best. Um, it's get a little my schedule's a little hard, you know, working on Saturdays. But I'm gonna do everything I can to try to be there Sunday. Um, is there anything you guys haven't hit on that maybe you guys want to talk about, like about the event, about anything maybe like we should know about? I mean, you kind of, I guess people can, you said people can, you know, RV your tent, you know, there if they need be. Um, anything yeah. else? Oh, there's going to be a sculptor in residence at the event. Sculptor. And he's a portrait maker and he's really famous. Um, and does a lot of African-American stuff. And he is going to be there for two days, hopefully get commissioned to do some portraits of the speakers. And we have food trucks and all of those things. And um, we will have another Liberty Speaks event. And I also wanted to encourage other organizations to reach out to us to talk about having some libertarian debates. We want to work with some groups and let's get some debates for the upcoming election started now so we're not behind well, we, the eight ball we actually have some experience flogging candidates so oh, if, yeah. you, if you need like a like oh, like a yeah. panel of experts to grill the hell out of these yeah. people that's that's kind of our specialty so. we take yeah. pride and we we uh, sunk uh, uh judge jim gray's campaign on our show well actually we didn't do it he yes. did it but we yes. asked the we, we just question. allowed him we allowed him the opportunity to end his pol- p- political campaign yeah <laughs> And also one more thing, I just need to thank Jorge for jumping on the ship with me because oh, I, I really and needed Irene, a partner like in crime. Irene, my sales, you know, Irene's uh, been like gun ho. I mean, if it wasn't for her, he's like the friendly person that's always pushing you to do things. And uh, I'm doing what I'm doing thanks to her encouragement. So we make a great team, you know, like <laughs> very lucky we found each other for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Looking forward to it. We'll see you yeah. guys this weekend. Thanks for having yeah. us on. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah anytime. Should, yeah. I suggest everyone, please go to libertyspeaks.world, donate, buy tickets, promote it. Even if you can't go, share the event. Share the event. You know that you have to know someone in the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia area, Pennsylvania. It's only a few hours away. Literally, in within Gold- like three or four, within like three to five hours, is like two thirds of the country. Okay, like, right. like you can get there from anywhere, from New York, even Boston, you know, like to you know to the South, Midwest. It's not that far from from a yeah. lot of people. And we are starting the event at ten o'clock, right? Yeah, ten o'clock. So that That's gives right. people time to get there. You know, you don't have to wake up super early. So if you can wake up at a decent time, you can still make it. You know, drive two hours. And there's hotels 25 minutes in directions, Maryland, you know, Delaware, you know, it is a rural area, but it's easy driving. It's not trafficy. So if it's 20 miles away, it takes you 20 minutes, you know, or maybe less, depending on how you drive. So, you know, we super hope to see everybody there and really so grateful to you guys. You guys have been awesome. I had a great time. No, no. Anything we can to help promote the Great Liberty Speaks event, you know, you can always count on us for to promote it and uh, expect me to, if you guys are listening, expect me to spam all of your groups that you invited me to. I'm going to spam it with the Liberty Speaks event. Spam it. Liar. Spam that. Spam that stuff. <laughs> that's what I'm good for. That's that's all I do. I spent the first like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of this podcast sharing it to hundreds and hundreds of groups <laughs> so, oh, to hopefully spread you. the word. Thank you. You've been so supportive. No, no, it's I like to support good people. And, you know, I met you when at the Liberty Speaks event, but then I got close with everyone from Delaware when, you know, the the evildoers tried to steal the party away from you guys. Yeah. And that's where I really like I like I really love having uh, Delaware's back through this whole thing. I am the region five alternate rep. But if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have made it on there at all. So I really appreciate anything I can do to help you and anyone from Delaware. I'm willing to do it. But this event in and of itself, you know, it's awesome. And it's definitely worth if you guys are like four hours away. It's definitely worth the drive. Come down, eat, hang out. It's It, it sounds like an awesome time. And I really suggest and encourage anyone to donate money, buy tickets, promote the show, do whatever you can. Because that's, that's all you can do. do any, all you can do is all you can do. So. Go ahead, Liberty, libertyspeaks.world is the website. Check it out. 
do what you can. But um, I guess that's about it for tonight. But uh, I do want to remind everyone that you guys are good to record maybe a little bit for After Hours podcast. We can of hit course. some topics. Yeah. And sure. Oh, yeah. Sound cool. Cool. There's so something I want to talk about on After Ooh. Hours. It's going to be, if, if you don't mind, it's going to be, I went on a date with a tax collector. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. You're going to want to listen to this one. So. <laughs> this is oh. So this is worth oh uh, $3 God. a month. Just this, this conversation alone, I just want to hear. That. Like, I'm going to up my, I subscribe to our Patreon, and I'm going to increase oh, my pay just so I, just to hear this conversation. So if you guys want to hear the After Hours podcast, go to, uh, go to um, our Patreon and subscribe for as little as $3 a month, and you can hear not only just this upcoming, you know, podcast after hours podcast, but you get to hold the whole catalog of all the rest that we've done, several hundred of them. And um, we also have T-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get a 10 percent discount. If you use the code PRL two and you spend fifty dollars or more, you get a 20 percent discount. And uh, please like share this podcast wherever you can. Give us a five star review subscribe turn on notifications you know all the drill please everyone you guys are the best please let everyone else know that we're the best so until uh next time live free or die there we go see you guys see you in the after hours the blood that is shed the the tax